Systems work, people fail. Welcome to InsureMark's Advisor Mentorship Podcast with Vice President Jeremy Hauser, where we share proven systems and processes for the 21st century advisor. Today, it's essential that advisors find a way to differentiate themselves from the competition. Learn how to elevate your game and accomplish incredible feats as Jeremy teaches you how to build a more successful and sustainable business while realizing a better work-life balance is not only possible, but achievable. Steve Jobs once said, if you're working on something exciting that you really care about, you don't have to be pushed. The vision pulls you. Welcome to this week's episode of the Advisor Mentorship Podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy Hauser. And today, I have not only one of our industry partners on, but someone I can call a dear friend of myself and my family. We have Mitch Anderson from Athene on today. How are we doing today, Mitch? Fantastic, buddy. How are you doing today? I am doing good. And you know what's interesting is the quote that I just uh, went over here. I remember over a decade ago, whenever Athene and Aviva, the transaction was going on, and you guys came into our office, and y'all had some big goals and aspirations for the company a little over a decade ago. And we'll we'll talk about how you guys wanted to be the number one person in our space. So that's why I thought the quote was pretty fitting. But I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves. So, um, so Mitch, how about we start by this? What what role do you play here at Athene? Well, uh, well, thank you, Jeremy, for having me. Uh, I've been watching a couple of these podcasts through over the years, and and always wanted to be a special guest. So, thanks for the invite. Okay. Um, I'm a vice president and senior relationship manager here at Athene, and I work with Insuremark and and simplicity to help educate independent producers on how fixed index annuities uh, can help solve some of their clients' needs for retirement. Perfect. And for, let's say, the last year or so, um, I mean, it seems like I've been receiving a couple of articles that are coming out. Some y'all are in the press lately. It seems like last year was a big year, a couple awards that were actually won. Um, so how did last thing last year go for Athene and what specific awards did you end up winning for 2022? You know, the last few years have been very, very good to Athene. We've we've seen some tremendous, tremendous growth here. And we've actually not won a number of awards. I think we've won. 10 or 12 of them over the last five or six years. But last year, for 2022, we won two awards from the Structured Retail Products Award. Uh, we won the Best Fixed Annuity for the BCA. Mm-hmm. And we also won the Best Carrier Hedging Team of the Year. And we've won other product awards in the past, as well as uh, Best Annuity Company in the past. And it's all due to our relationship with our our partners like InsureMark that have seen the value in our products. So, and you talk about partnership and is there anything that really stuck out for your team last year or what are the reasons that are continuing? So outside of the partnerships, we have some pretty good distribution across the country for a theme, but is there, I mean, year after year, it seems like there's more and more success. Is there anything you can really point that to? certain resources of y'all's? Well, if you look and analyze our business, you know, we're a manufacturer. We manufacture product. Um, And that's the first puzzle piece. The second is our distribution. So we all owe all of our sales achievements to our distribution for getting the word out there. But 
I think they've seen the value in our products. You know, we always try to put the customer first and design our products specifically around what consumers are looking for. And they're looking for protection, accumulation, mm -hmm. income, and legacy. You know, we've done the research. We've we've actually interviewed retirees or people about to retire. What are your concerns? I'm running out of money and stuff like that. Okay. When we did that research back in 2013, 2014, we started developing products. And these innovative product solutions, we knew that we needed something to differentiate ourselves from some of the competition out there. And we've chosen some very diversified index crediting strategies. And we have something that I think other carriers don't have. We, we have a proven solid renewal rate history. So if you combine that all together, innovative product, diversified index crediting strategies, and solid renewal rates, it's a better client value proposition. Okay. And it's a great recipe for success. And the proof of the pudding is the fact that we've been able to grow as fast as we have. And, and when I look at it, you know, the insurance comp, uh, industry can sometimes get a black eye. You think back with universal life and renewal rate history and stuff like that. We think of it as treat customers the way you want to be treated and the way they deserve, and they come back for more. And that's what we've seen. We've seen it with advisors, and we've also seen it with clients. We're seeing more and more clients buy multiple products for different mm -hmm. needs. And, and I mean, you already mentioned it, the innovation, the research, everything that y'all's team puts together. And really, when you look at Athene's portfolio, and so InsureMark, we offer multiple carriers, and we have relationships, as you already know, um, that really go into the woods or into the weeds, really, for index strategies, these volatility controlled indexes, it seems like every day there's a new one throwing at each company, each carrier. And by far, I mean, it's not even close. I think the closest one to y'all is probably half of the volatility controlled indexes offered within a carrier. So Athene definitely has a variety of volatility controlled indexes that you guys um, actually offer for y'all's company. So how do y'all decide which ones are able to come on your platform or they get the nod. Y'all don't just let every single person, do y'all get first pick? How does that work? When yeah. and that, that's those really a really good question, uh, Jeremy. And and when you think about that, I, I want you to think about why volatility control indices have become so important. And we see a lot of value in the volatility control index space. And the reason for us, the reason we see such value is we don't want to be a bait and switch company that gives you great par rates and then next year it goes down 30 basis points and the following year it goes down again and again and again. By using these volatility control indices and the fact that we price our product with a level spread, we can control the pricing of options going forward. You know, if you take an index and you don't have vol control on it, you know, you're subject to current interest rate and swings and volatility, but when you build in the volatility control lever, that helps you control that pricing going forward. Therefore, controlled pricing leads to more consistent renewals and a better client outcome, more consistent client outcome. When it comes to index selection, I think we've got the right recipe. And, and we went into this space knowing that we could give clients better outcomes and we really dug in deep. We've done a couple of things that other carriers have not done. We've done some competitive, when we look at indices, we've looked at a couple of different things. So let me show you what we did first of all. It takes about 12 to 18 months and sometimes two years 
to mm. vet a new custom index and a partner. And we're looking at really four things. We're looking at, we want probably the top intellectual property ideas that are out there. We want an index that is cutting edge, that understands the markets. And we're going to believe in the fact that this thing is going to perform over time. The second, we want to have diversified choices. You're going to notice that we don't have 15 indexes on our platform. We have four or five uh, indices, and we may stagger one to two year hold periods, which we believe in tremendously. And those indices are all diversified. And when I say that, we've proven it because we've done our efficient frontier research on our index selections. And it shows you no matter what the market is, one of those indexes may be winning. So diversification is the, is the name. We also need great terms. We need to know that we're, we're getting in bed with an investment bank that's going to stand behind the pricing. You know, we're trying to get to scale to get the best pricing. You know, a consumer can say, hey, I'm going to go out and buy my own options, right? But they're not going to get the pricing that we get because of the scale that we get, and they can't get it on our custom index. That's for mm -hmm. sure. So we need great terms to make sure that we can continue great renewal rates. And lastly, we look for support from our partners. These are our complicated indices. They're rules-based algorithms. Um, we need to educate our advisors and producers on our indices. And so when we do have industry meetings and we have partner meetings, you know, we do a, a meeting with InsureMark once, twice a year and bring in some advisors. We'll bring in one of our partners to help explain the indices. And you put all that together and that has really, really helped us tremendously. And that's how we look at indices. I mean, being the number one distributor of index products, we get an investment bank a day that calls us and say, hey, I got this great index. And it's like, oh, here we go again. Here we go again. So we've been able uh, to really look at the cream of the crop of those indices, ones that we know are going to win in down markets and up markets and sideways markets and evaluate how does that index look with another index that's built into our portfolio. We don't want indexes reacting all the same. We want them to zig when one goes zag, you know? Yep. And that's... It's consistency. People want protection. That's why they come to us anyways. If you get some money along the way for returns, everybody wins. Um, you mentioned, which I can attest to, especially doing this for 12 years, the renewal rates within y'all's carrier compared to a lot of other products that might be out there. I mean, there's 50 plus different carriers out there. Um, and the, the amount of business that obviously my team does with, with you guys and it consistently, the renewals are there. So I know you're, it's not just fluff, it's real. Um, is there any challenges that you see within Athene here? Obviously it's been great. I mean, number one distributor in the independent channel, um, any challenges that you may see in Athene here in the near future or here in the next upcoming couple of years? You know, there, there's always challenges, um, and not only to Athene, but to all companies out there and carriers in this space. And, and you know, last year was a, a huge challenge for us. Our retail business, we grew from about $8 billion in sales to about $20 billion in a very, very short time. So when you get caught with your pants down at your ankles overnight and you triple your business almost, um, obviously our new business uh, area suffered a little bit. We had to staff up our operations to handle that business. We learned a lot in that process. 
And I'm happy to say that we hired a number of new people adequately staffed uh, across the board. And we are staffed today, and we haven't had any issues since like October. We finally got it under control in October. But today we're staffed to do a 30 billion run rate. Okay. And we're not doing 30 billion, but we're, we're staffed to do that. And because we've learned from that, we've also put in some safeguards to make sure that we're prepared to, to handle larger volumes. If all of a sudden, boom, on demand, we have a big um, a surge. So we've got some agreements with some third parties that can help us process and get through the weeds. We've also continued to add to our technology on different platforms. You know, in October, we finally started seeing some of the benefits of what we invested in. Mm -hmm. And uh, since October, 50% of all of our applications that our Firelight submitted are approved in suitability within one day. And that's, I mean, that is a huge turnaround for us. So we see the benefits of artificial intelligence and, and using the, the systems to help us uh, in the suitability process. And uh, we're making improvements all, all along the way. So we continue to add to that technology. We're also adding additional platforms to align with our multiple distribution partners. And, you know, we really take the future of a theme very serious. Um, I, don't, I don't even know if you know, uh, Jeremy, we have a uh, producer advisory council where we take 15 independent producers and advisors from all over the country that are top of the table for us. Mm -hmm. And we bring them into a think tank and we do a, a quarterly conference call. We bring them in Des Moines for a couple of days in the summer. And we go through, how do we align with you? What do we need to do with you, the advisor and producer to prepare for the future to be a better partner? And so a lot of the improvements that we've seen over the last couple of years have come from ideas that started at the Producer Advisory Council that we took to heart and we dedicated resources to, to get them fixed and to, to do what we need to do. And, I, and one example is our, our Roth conversion program. Mm -hmm. you know, that's that came from the Producer Advisory Council. Hey, we need Roth conversion. It's important to my business. I, I think we've got the best Roth conversion program out there. Uh, and that was due to the think tank at the producer advisory council and the way we should do it. And, and we go from there, but some of the technology improvements we've seen in the new business cycle have been great. Um, one thing that we're dealing with now and we're adding new people on is our service area for post issue for withdrawals and things of that nature. You know, when you write 20 billion in premium, you have 20, you know, you have got about 12 billion in premium of people taking their first RMD or, or you know, so so you're always going to have those types of challenges as a company as you grow. Uh, but I think that if you align yourself with us, you'll be happy with the results that that we are dedicating resources and people and processes to make sure that we can handle it. I will definitely echo because didn't know if you're going to mention the the Roth conversion portion. A lot of our advisors love working with y'all's company for that. It was a huge, huge ask. I know that was a couple year project. So now it's operating and uh, it's pretty smooth. So I must say you guys are definitely leading the front of the Roth conversion conversation. So if we're talking the whole industry in general, um, what challenges do you see from, from your viewpoint? So number one distributor, and so outside of just Athene, in our industry, are there any challenges you can foreshadow and see that's uh, coming into our industry? 
Well, when you look at the industry as a whole and the environment that we're in, listen, we're not the only carrier that's running a lot of business. Mm -hmm. So there's a number of carriers that have been flooded with sales due to inflation and the volatility of the market. And so keeping up with new business surge is going to be a big concern for a lot of carriers. It's not with us right now because we went through it last year and we've prepared. And then we also have a contingency plan. So that's always going to be an issue uh, for a carrier as they spike in their business. Um, one thing that you may find that may hit in the future is, you know, some of the carriers out there may have priced their products and their par rates a little too aggressive in the past. Mm -hmm. And it depends on how they price products. Some, some carriers are what we call an increasing spread. We're a level spread product. So we don't make more, more or less based upon the performance of that indice. And that's why our renewal rate history has been so good. Some carriers may get you in with a carrot and then they have to shave off those par rates going forward. And I, I think you're going to see a couple of carriers with the renewal rates drop. And, and that's because of the way they price it with an increasing spread. And so my concern there is, you know, I, I don't want the industry to get the black eye like a universal life back in the day. And, and I think you're going to see a little bit of that. And, and just be weary out there that that's going to happen with some of the carriers that are out there, just the way they priced their product in order to try and get uh, market share. There's always going to be an IT resource challenge for insurance carriers. We're all getting pushed and pulled for different platforms that are out there. Um, when you look at it, an insurance carrier is going to have to choose where to dedicate the resources, both from a human, human capital perspective and a monetary perspective to see where am I going to get the biggest bang for the buck? I mean, I've been approached by partners that say, hey, we want this platform and that platform and this platform. And the bottom line is it, they're all identical platforms, just different companies. So until the industry kind of merges together and there's like one winner, it's very hard for a carrier like us to, to dedicate the resources uh, on long shots, so to speak. So um, lastly, one of the things that we're all dealing with today, you know, this year has been a very volatile year. Inflation has, has come up. Uh, we've seen some issues with banks mm -hmm. and consumers are very concerned about financial services companies, especially banks, you know. So we've had a couple calls with consumers asking us if their policy is secure and, you um, uh -huh. The bottom, bottom line is, as insurance companies, we have to do a better job educating clients on how we're regulated. Mm -hmm. What happened in the banks is, a, is duration risk, right? So they get all these deposits in, and then they go out and they, they give out mortgages and invest you know, uh, long, long term. But yet, if they need to have a run on the bank, they're short cash, they're short capital. That duration risk is what happened to Silicon Valley Bank and, and the other banks that have, have fallen apart. So it's important for us to understand that, number one, banks and insurance company sectors are fundamentally different from a duration perspective. We've got to edu educate the client that insurance company assets and liabilities are required to match. They've got to be matched. And the, re and the requirement is on a regulator view. A regulator forces us to make sure if we have a 10-year surrender, we've got a 10-year uh, a bond portfolio that matches up with that. So at the end of 10 years, the money's liquid in case the client wants their money back. So that's totally different than from what the, what the way the banks were. And when you look at Athene, you know, we feel we've got a, a, a fortress of a balance sheet that's well capitalized and is positioned to weather any storm. 
Um, if you look at our investment portfolio, about $238 billion with <laughs> access to $73 billion of liquidity. And we can also get another eight, eight, nine billion dollars of cash if we need it. So I, I don't think you're going to find another carrier that has that type of liquidity with that type of balance sheet. And I, I got to chuckle because I remember coming into your office back in in 2013, and and you guys kind of laughed, and you know we said, hey, we're here for the long haul. We're going to be the number one player. And you guys said, yeah, sure. And at that point, we were only 50 billion, 60 billion dollars. And here we are, you know, 10 years later, the number one carrier in the industry and 238 billion. Uh, I mean, it's just been an amazing ride and we couldn't have done without you. When you it's... look at that investment portfolio, keep in mind, too, that the investment portfolio carries an investment grade of 96%. So that's all quality. We can communicate our story, but I think the insurance industry as a whole, we have to kind of band together and try and educate consumers a little bit about, hey, we're not banks. And, you know, we have safeguards. We've got MBAs and surrender charges that protect us and it protects the clients that stay with us. And that's really, really important for consumers that there is a big differentiation uh, of us in the banks. And to that point, actually, it was, it's been fascinating to watch. And when you look back to, you watch Athene, the, the growth of it, but also how fast it was always, it used to always be the, well, although the regulators, we just haven't had enough time here in the space, we're on paper, we're A, we're A rated. <laughs> and then how fast I went from A minus, A, A plus um, is pretty, it's a testimonial to literally where y'all's numbers are at today. So yeah, pretty that's, cool. That's, that's pretty impressive too, Jeremy. As you know, I used to run a company out of New York called Presidential Life, and I met with AM Best every year. And the first five years, the highest rating you can get is a B plus as a new carrier. And we mm -hmm. had that. But mm -hmm. since our origination of a carrier, we've been running the company at A plus metrics. And you know, when you think about what AM Best used to look for, AM Best used to look for diversification, meaning that they wanted you to do life insurance. They wanted you to do long-term care, health, and, and annuities. And they wouldn't give you an upgrade unless you did those things or property casualty and diversified that way. When we came on the space, we said, we don't want to do that stuff because we can't mm -hmm. quantify the tail end on that. We came into the space and said, we are diversified with our model and we know how to price annuities and price them better than anybody else out in the space. And we've redefined what an A carrier can do uh, by focusing on the markets that we do. Yeah, it's been, like I said, it's it's very eye-opening and I mean, it's it's good disruption in our uh, industry because it's, it's actually made everybody really level up. And at the end of the day, so now y'all are sitting at the number one position. So I guess what's next? So if you look at the back last... 10 years, we're finally now at the goal. So what does the future hold for Athene and what's the next goal for you guys? You know, that's a, a, a another good question. Um, obviously, as a product manufacturer, it's always nice to uh, to be number one and, and we'd love to stay number one in our position as the largest provider of fixed annuities in the marketplace. Mm -hmm. But we want to do it at profitable levels too. We're not going to 
we're not going to be number one and then take less. You know, our profit or our spread is built into our contracts and it's level. It does not change. So um, that'd be great if we can. That's our certainly our goal. But we're not going to buy business at, and then take it out of the consumer with renewal rates and things of, of that nature. I wouldn't be surprised if there's some new product innovations coming around the corner uh, or product enhancements. Oh, you can't um, say? Can you say? No. I um, uh, <laughs> I could just say I wouldn't be surprised. How about okay. that? Okay. Um, we're always looking at sharpening the knife and creating a better product. I mean, you know, think about this space. I mean, you're a little younger than me, Jeremy, but I came into the business in the late 80s and there were 25-year surrender annuity contracts. Uh, variable annuities at that point had fees of seven, seven and a half percent on an annual basis. And, you know, I look at the annuity space and I look at computers because that's when they first came out. And every year they've been getting better, and more consumer friendly. And so it's kind of been an evolution. And we don't want to stop that evolution. We're, we're trying to create the best product for the client with the best long-term success. So we've always been a product innovator. And I think you'll continue to see that. We are evaluating a couple of new indices to add to our platform, which we think are going to be uh, a perfect match. Again, we're not going to have 15 indices in a product. We may have four or five, six at the most probably, and we want them to be diversified, truly diversified. And we're going to continue to grow our distribution footprint. You, I wouldn't be surprised uh, to see us go into some additional channels uh, like the wirehouses and and uh, we've already been in the banks and the broker dealers. Uh, so it's nice to see that you're going to see more theme across the country, which helps you make a sale. That's what it comes mm -hmm. down to. Strong, strong brand. Well, as, as we're probably wrapping up here, uh, is there any, anything, uh, words of wisdoms, anything that we missed that you want to mention here towards the end? You know, when I look at, um, the market today, and this is industry-wide, guys. This isn't just a theme, but you know, you think about the markets over the last 10 years and, and what we've gone through and where inflation was for the last 15 years. So think back to the last time you had a 5% MIGA. Mm -hmm. You had to go back to 2008, right? So we've had such a run in the equity markets. And today, when you look at the markets, you know, last year was kind of a, a down year for people in the S&P, right? And we've had these Fed increases to try and limit inflation. And most recently, we just had another one this week. Uh, you got to keep into mind that this market is a very volatile market. Combine that with the, the bank issues that we've been having. And the one thing that people are forgetting is, you know, you know, not, not what have you done for me lately, but what's happened to my portfolio lately. People are forgetting they don't remember how devastating a true market correction can be to a mm -hmm. retirement portfolio. Sequence of return risk is real. And right now, the yield curve is inverted. You know, you're seeing some rates on short terms that are just incredible. Uh, Three-year, you know, five-year MIGAs, right? Um, the last, anytime that we've seen this in the history, uh, with the yield curve being inverted like that, could show some signs of a recession's coming in the near future. So in my mind, just walk away from this saying, I want you as the advisor to be the true hero. There has never been a better time to take some chips off the table and learn 
or educate your clients about the benefits of fixed index annuities. So the going's great now. I'm not saying take all the money because there's always a place for uh, an equity position, but for especially for clients that are in drawdown and at, at or close to retirement, guys, you, you got to educate them about the benefits of a fixed index annuity. If we have a, a 40% drop in the market out there, that could be devastating to somebody that's on a drawdown situation. So just keep that in mind. Um, I think I think you may see that come into play this year at some point. And that's personal. That's not a fiend's position, <laughs> but uh, uh, that that's mit the Mitch Anderson position, so to speak. Oh, you're a smart man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get fired. <laughs> well, thank you, Mitch, for joining us today. Um, very appreciative. Love the partnership, friendship. You're you're a class act. Um, anybody who gets to meet you. I've heard nothing but the same echo. So appreciate the partnership. Um, also, thank you to the listener for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe on your favorite listening device so you do not miss out on any future podcast episodes here. Also connect with our team at Jeremy Hauser on LinkedIn so you don't miss any clips from previous episodes. And also you can continue to hear best practices as we share those on LinkedIn. And remember, in a world full of betas, be an alpha. Thank you for listening to the InsureMark Advisor Mentorship Podcast with Vice President Jeremy Hauser. Click the follow button to be notified when new episodes become available and connect with Jeremy on LinkedIn to stay up to date. If you would like to request our introduction kit, feel free to check out www.advisormentorship.com and click on Learn More. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of InsureMark. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. Thank you for listening to the InsureMark, the advisor mentorship podcast with InsureMark Vice President Jeremy Hauser.